And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, research and marketing issues will be raised at the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Annual Meeting, which gets underway in Regina this afternoon. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland. Working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina. Specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan, call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today. Partly cloudy, winds up to 15 kilometers an hour and the high minus 18. The low, minus 24 tonight, wind chill, minus 28, and minus 33 overnight. Saturday, mainly cloudy, light snow in the afternoon, wind becoming southeast 20, gusting to 40, the high, minus 17. The wind chill, minus 33 tomorrow morning, minus 25 in the afternoon, night snow, the low, minus 18. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high, minus 11, the low, minus 13. Monday, sunny and even milder, the high, minus 7, the low, minus 16. Tuesday, sunny, the high minus 7, the low minus 17. Wednesday, sunny, the high minus 14, the low minus 20. Thursday, sunny, the high minus 14. Normal high for this time of year is minus 11, the normal low minus 23. The sun rose at 8.51 this morning. It sets at 5.27 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot in Saskatchewan is Maple Creek at minus 15. The cold spot, Uranium City in the far north at minus 38. On the roundup, Estevan minus 21, Saskatoon minus 27, Swift Current minus 17, Weyburn minus 20, Yorkton minus 28. In Regina, sunny with minus 22. Right now, it's minus 8 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the northeast at 3, giving a wind chill right now of minus 25 degrees. Humidity is 63%, the barometer rising 103.4. Cloudy and Moose Jaw, minus 21. Winds are from the east-southeast at 8. Once again, Regina, sunny, minus 22. That's 8 below Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. Agri-News is brought to you by McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Forget the rest, sell with the best. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Markets and research will be among the topics raised at the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Annual Meeting in Regina this afternoon. Cattlemen's CEO, Ryder Lee, says there will be several important issues discussed at the annual meeting. Well, a big part of it is transparency, Jim. You know, we collect check off every time somebody sells cattle in Saskatchewan, and this is their chance to come see what we're doing with that and, and who's in charge and, and, and weigh in on what maybe we should be doing different or more of or less of in the future. How much is the cattle check off and outline some of the projects it goes for? Sure, it's, it's $4.50 a head. And it goes toward several things. I, I break them down into mainly three. One is we fund research and, and extension, so things that will improve the competitiveness and resilience for cattle producers in the province. Some of it is advocacy, you know, developing policies and programs. So paying for things like the Canadian Cattlemen's Association and ourselves to make sure governments are doing good things like getting trade agreements in place or, or protecting market access. And then communications, both to producers about some of these things we're doing, but more importantly to the public and and consumers around beef and and its benefits and values and and all of that. What are some of the key issues you expect to be raised? I think a lot of it is is we're we're sharing what we've been up to. There was a couple uh, motions from fall meetings around farm programs. Farm programs are always something that gets talked about. Predators generally get talked about. I think there'll be questions about some of these recent trade agreements. 
you know, even the weather and, and what we're what we're expecting out of the summer to come, if it doesn't rain in a good chunk of Saskatchewan, that, that might be part of the conversation as well. But a lot of the fun is you don't know <laughs> until you go through it. And, and, and it's important that we have as many cattle producers there to to have a balanced conversation because you might get, you, you always get the people that are fired up that want to come to the meeting, but you need people from, from all parts of the province and all different kinds of production to have a good balanced conversation. Ryder Lee is the CEO of the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association, which holds its annual meeting this afternoon in Regina. This morning in Regina, the Saskatchewan Stock Girls held their semi-annual meeting. A special $2.5 million research project to increase the protein content in yellow peas was announced this week in Saskatoon. Crop Development Centre researcher Tom Warkantine says the goal is to increase yellow pea protein content from the current 23% to 26% or higher without reducing yield. So we want to use uh, genomic tools and chemistry tools to investigate pea germplasm to select types that have more protein and hopefully also better quality protein. Warkantine says it's important to increase protein levels. One of the big pushes there is uh, the market for um, plant-based protein is expanding a lot. You uh, hear of companies that are extracting uh, protein, starch and fiber from peas and other pulse crops. And you hear of products like um, Beyond Meat Burger and such that are, are made from pea protein. So there are more companies these days that are opening facilities to extract protein. And so to make their industry more efficient, it's better if the starting material, the peas, have more protein to begin with. Where Kentine is hopeful the goal is achievable. We have already a, a pretty good source of pea type that is close to 26, but we want to, it, it happens to be in a green seed background, and we want to bring that into a yellow pea background because it's yellow pea that's typically used in these uh, uh, fractionation markets. Where Kentine is hopeful a new variety can be developed within the four-year funding time frame. We are doing this sort of within the context of our breeding programs, so we, we definitely need to also have high yield, good disease resistance, and all the other things that we like or that growers need to grow the crop successfully. So, yeah, it, it needs to also have that package as well as the higher protein. So it's not trivial because there can be trade-offs between uh, protein and yield and such. So it, it takes, you know, it takes a fairly big project to try to make those selections properly. Warkentine says the pea protein is being used in the high-value pet food market and the goal is to expand it for further human consumption like burgers and possibly a beverage. Tom Warkentine is with the University of Saskatchewan's Crop Development Centre. He's embarking on a four-year project to increase the protein content in yellow peas without affecting yield. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market and the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth. Online at landforsalesask.ca. There was plenty of discussion during a special session on seed royalties during CropSphere in Saskatoon this week. Agriculture Canada is in the midst of a consultation on two proposals to raise additional money for cereal crop breeding. Seed companies say Canada is falling behind major competitors, while farmers fear losing the option of being able to reuse their wheat seed without paying a royalty. After a detailed one-hour presentation on the endpoint royalties and trailing royalty options, 
the floor was open for comments and questions from farmers. The following are a few comments from a session that lasted nearly one hour. The model that we have with canola does not work in the interest of farmers. You know, I've seen people come up here and say, yeah, I'll support this because, you know, oh, if I get this and if I get that and if I get that, well, it's worth the trade-off of losing this incredible privilege that we have. But the reality in the canola market is that we haven't seen any of it. And I would argue most of our gains in the canola have been from going from 60 pounds an acre of fertilizer to 180 pounds an acre of fertilizer. I gather from your data today that 70% of current breeding is coming from taxpayers. And I suspect that taxpayers, i.e. ill-informed consumers, don't actually know that. And if they did, uh, they might be upset about it or want to have an interest in that. I think that in an environment where consumers have such an active interest in food and agriculture, that can definitely bring ill-informed anti-science opinions with it. I feel like leaving our seed technology to be paid for by those taxpayers and those consumers could be very risky. Maybe some fear comes where, gee, is there a limit to where some of the seed prices could go? And so to further maybe incentivize the industry, to me, it'd be more like a, uh, like a five-year or, or seven-year time frame where suddenly the royalty disappears. So I would see that as an incentive for industry to have that five or seven year window to make sure they reinvent the wheel and do it much better and bring more value. But I think we have to realize the competition from the world is severe. We saw the graphs and we are good at what we do. We have an extremely organized competitive industry supported by a lot of multifaceted professionals uh, which range from farmers to the researchers to the government support and all the industry. We need to capitalize on that. Before Australia went to end-use royalties, they massively reconstructed how they looked at the industry. You cannot just give us more costs. You have to give us more return on our investment. So we need a model that farmers do have a say in how the money is spent in plant breeding. Make sure that we have reserves for agronomy work and then that the checkoff commissions can still uh, function because if too much money goes into plant breeding, I feel that secondary crops, minor use crops, uh, agronomy is going to get left behind, and I don't want to see that happen either. That was some of the comments from the Forum on Seed Royalties at CropSphere in Saskatoon this week. Carla St. Croix with Agriculture Canada will speak at a few other producer meetings this month and explains what happens after that. So there is a path right now that we're on, and that's going to continue. We will likely have more face-to-face -face sessions kind of that are more of a formal nature later in March. Not, we don't want to bleed into seeding season because it's really important that we capture people that are you know, farming in the farming community. Uh, and we are going to have an online component. So those phases are going to happen. And then we will reassess. That's all I know at this point. I can't really tell you anything other than that. Um, my job is to listen, to provide advice, and we'll reassess kind of after that March-April. But any kind of regulatory change is further into the future, um, if it were to happen. St. Croix emphasized several times that even though two options are being presented, it does not mean a final decision has been made on the seed royalty issue. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollows Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999.
and by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton, and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading today. Canola fell 80 cents at 4.4392. Oats dropped a dollar 14 at 2.1253. Number one red spring wheat gained 84 cents at 2.2987. The rest were unchanged. Durham, $221.81. Feed barley, $202.63. Flax, $473.29. Yellow peas, $250.54. Feed wheat, $193.31. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March wheat is up one and a quarter cents at five seventy-three and a quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-4180 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is Grant Barnett with Market Report. Heartland Livestock here in Moose Jaw. Just under 300 on offer here in Moose Jaw. Almost all cows that sold steady to the previous week. This is quite a difference out there right now between these thinner cows and these big, strong, grain-fed cows. Pre-sort here on Tuesday, big question out there right now, what's this market going to do? And you know that crystal ball's got it all fogged up right now. These good, big, strong cows are bringing 82 to 89. The medium cows from 78 to 84. Thin cows from 62 to 75. Good bulls are bringing 84 to 95. And just a reminder, we do have a pre-sort here on Tuesday. All the calves have to be in here by 2 o'clock on the Monday. This is Graham Barnett reporting. Let's have one great afternoon. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,300 hogs Thursday, selling a range of 125 to 142 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,700 head, selling a range of 127 to 143 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the weekend of Friday, January 18th are Maple Leaf Sig 5, 133.67, Ham's Cash, 139.83, and Thunder Creek Brick Hill, $130.40 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened sharply higher this morning. On Thursday, the Canadian dollar was down 26 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.3294. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 75.55 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets are all pulling in the same direction to finish the week, with all reporting regions higher on the day. Packers are competing for hogs and running near the upper levels of the new normal slaughter levels. The carcass value was net 46 U.S. 100 weight higher, although hams were only leading in the second place behind ribs while bellies were notably lower. Lean hog futures climbed ever so slightly higher over the course of the trading session and are sharply higher this morning. And the outlook today, partly cloudy, winds up to 15 kilometers an hour, the high minus 18, the low minus 24, wind chill minus 28 tonight, minus 33 overnight. Mainly cloudy tomorrow, light snow in the afternoon, wind becoming southeast 20, gusting to 40. The high minus 17. Night snow, the low minus 18. In Regina, it's sunny and minus 22. That's 8 below Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.